0: Hi, homies. I'm Ale. You're listening to Three Homegirls No Gun, where we explain
1: all points of views on gun violence prevention. Have a great time listening. Hi, I'm Julia Matamoros. I identify as a cisgender female, and my pronouns are she, her, and hers.
2: Hi, I am Like Soto. I am a cisgender female, and my pronouns are also she, hers, and hers.
1: Hi,
0: my name is Ale. My pronouns are they, them, and theirs, and I identify as queer, and non-binary.
2: Okay, everyone. Hope you guys are all doing well. Um, in today's podcast, we're going to be going over some really serious topics today. So today, Ala is going to be educating us upon the pronouns topic. And then Julie is going to be talking about how um, being out with your sexuality has affected um, public safety for yourself. And then me, Jamila Soto, I'm going to be talking about how um, coming from a Individual in the LGBTQ community can affect your mental health with gun violence. Um, so today we will be using some derogatory terms
1: and they will be for us using our personal experiences and also for educational purposes. So I'm just saying this so people can know that we're not saying this out of hatred or calling each other names. So I hope you guys enjoy this podcast and listen to our research and personal experiences. Yeah,
0: 100%. So today you may have noticed that today's intro was a little bit different. And that's because today we're gonna focus on gun violence and how it intersects within the LGBTQIA community. And you know, there's so many letters to that. So let's just jump into the terminology. So L as we all know is lesbian, G is gay, B is bisexual, T is transgender. And that is when someone who I say, an example is someone who's born as a male. And later on, they start to realize that they do not, their ident- their gender does not um, agree with the um, gender identity that they were given at birth. So they are transgender and they identify as female and that's 100% acceptable. Um, the Q is for queer and, personally i use that term even though i am attracted to both females and males but i realized that i don't like the term bisexual for some reason not that there's anything wrong with it or the people who identify with it um but i identify as queer and then i is for intersex and that's when someone is born with both female and male organ reproductive organs and a stands for asexual and that's someone who doesn't necessarily um feel the need to have sex or want to have sex
2: yeah and i just wanted to quickly hop in and um quickly tell you guys that you know like me and julie probably don't even like we're everyone not not just me and julie me julie and ale are even still getting educated upon this topic just because we're um informing you guys doesn't mean that we're fully informed on this topic we are also learning new things, so we just want, I just wanted to quickly let you guys know that.
0: Yeah, exactly, and I identify as queer and non-binary, and I'm still learning about things within this community every day, and it's like mind-boggling, I'm like, oh,
2: that is crazy. I know, yeah, right? We're like, we learn as we go with you guys. We're like, you guys are coming with us as well.
1: We all have an experience to these things. I just wanted to, like, put that out there um it doesn't matter if it's like with friends or it's towards you because you express yourself in another manner like let's say I'm a cisgender female and sometimes I like to express myself in a masculine way and I do get some hateful comments towards it but at the end of the day we're still trying to spread positivity and informing you guys so you guys don't repeat mistakes that might hurt people.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I can completely agree, you know, like it, and it sucks that like in this world, people are really, um, they hate towards many people, but you know, we all have our personal stories and that's what we wanted to talk to you guys about with today. Like how Julie says, you know, sometimes she likes being masculine and that affects her in many ways. Like me, for example, sometimes my family gets a little, you know, a little mad because, you know, I don't dress exactly like a female should or don't wear doesn't wear makeup. Like I don't think that should exactly show who you are in this world. Like if you want, if you want to wear makeup, of course, you know bright be be out there but you don't have to wear makeup to show you are a, a female you know many females are amazingly beautiful with and without um, makeup so that's why i just wanted to throw that out you know everyone includes this in their personal lives
0: yeah exactly thankfully um i came out in sixth grade and since then my family has become has been so supportive of me and like the way i choose to present myself and how i identify and it's a great thing like I went to a movie premiere this last February, and instead of, like, my mom asked me, hey, what dress are you, like, she's like, do you want to wear a dress or a suit? Or even, like, um, because my moms are getting married and I'm a bridesmaid for my mom, my mom asked me, what are you going to wear? Do you want to wear a suit or a dress? And to have, even just have that question, like, will you feel comfortable with? It's such exactly. a great thing, like, thank you. Thank yeah, you like, to have amazing. options, <laughs> not having to <laughs> like, be
2: pressured to go, to one thing like oh do you want to wear a dress or what dress are you going to wear like that's just amazing like having those those they're really completely different questions and you know they hit you different in many ways so that's really nice i'm glad you have that comfort with your family and the support
1: yeah exactly and then coming out is like hard as it is like hearing stories or like just even thinking about doing it and then like having your family jump into that topic and kind of like, kind of like do that research and like ask you all those questions, like it feels so comforting. And like, even though like, Ale, like I think you've been out for a pretty long time. I feel like it's still amazing that your mom still like further the research and like kind of just like make sure you have that comfort in your household.
0: Exactly, and You know, it's such a great thing, like, to have that community and that support, even within my immediate family. And with that, them so, like, accepting my pronoun usage and making the effort every day, like, to incorporate it. And even though they mess up sometimes, I'll be like, hey, you know, like, it's them. Or it's a tricky thing to get used to, and I totally validate that. Like, yes, I know. This is not the language you grew up with. This is not the language I grew up with. But it's changing. And...
2: And what so, matters is that they're giving the effort they're trying yes. you know that's something effort that's really important key. yeah i agree so yeah
0: personally for me if i tell someone my pronouns i'm like hey my pronouns are they them my name's ally whatever and you know they make a couple mistakes i'm like you know that's cool like as long as you make the effort right. to use my yeah. my pronouns i have no issue like we're cool thank you so much for like and validate and accepting this even because it is a real thing like, um,
1: yeah. And it's like also really dope when people make the effort to like not make you uncomfortable, like them making a big deal about it. They're like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Like, there's another way to go about it. It's just about saying, oh, thank you for correcting me. Like, you know, somebody's pronouns don't like definitely define that person. And I think it's cool to also have like friends around you that accept you for that. Exactly. Yeah, you know? and going
0: into pronoun usage. So what pronouns are is that, I use they, them pronouns, right? So instead of saying, oh, you know, Alice's not here, she's sick. You would say, oh, Alice not here, they're sick. Oh yeah, this is hers. And instead of that, you would say, oh yeah, this is theirs. And even though we grew up with like, they them theirs that's plural that only counts for two or more people but it just not it's just me i think that's a great thing that people are like hey this is just people's pronouns and it's not even they them theirs anymore it's these zers i think that's one of them and i think
2: there's a few more i'm like oh my god like that's so like you identify how you want to identify like that's exactly i i agree like it's amazing seeing how easily like well not easily because i know it takes time to develop these things like to get these to actually you know get out there and be used but i know like it's evolved in many ways and i mean it's just starting to come out and i really love hearing when people talk about themselves and you in the use of pronouns so i i love it like i'm just like so happy that people you know, I've heard many people that get really, really happy that people actually begin to use this because it's, it's really important and it's really effective towards others, which can um, lead to Ali talking about the, the effectiveness of pronouns.
0: Yeah. So I just explained like what pronouns are and everything. Um, so strikingly, 4.5 percent of Americans actually identify as LGBTQIA+. And that's actually like eleven thousand, eleven million, three hundred forty-three thousand. Like that's that's a lot of people. <laughs> exactly.
2: um, like what? It's amazing.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know. I know, bro. <laughs> um, and even though a lot of people are like, oh, you know, this is a new thing. It's not. It's really not, man. Um, in Mahaka, like this is years before us. They're. There are people who identified as muxe, that's M-U-X-E, and those people were born as male, and they quickly realized like this is not who Me. I am, this is not who I who I am inside, and they identified as muxe, which is the third gender in Oaxaca, which I think is really cool because in Spanish we're so used to like ella, um, a o um. Yeah. Like,
2: yeah, it's always a- Very a, a, gender specific. Yeah, like masculine, feminine. Yeah, it's, I mean, I'm really, I really love my my background. You know, like I'm Mexican and I really like look into that. And sometimes I, I take into consideration, I'm like, oh, you know, they're not, they're not really like flexible with us, like being like that. It's always like, ella, or el. And I mean, it sucks because, you know, like there's always people out there that want to, that don't identify as either. And like, they don't have that ability to say I'm none of them, you know? so and that's, then that's that.
1: to take into consideration like it sucks knowing that there's many other cultures that only have those terms like specifically to fall under the category of female or male and then for our culture latinx or chicanx um we don't have that advantage but in some communities, like the community that Ale was talking about in Oaxaca, they do. But I feel like that's because it's more indigenous. But we also have things to look out for, like machismo. And then we have like these gender specific norms for ladies. Like, oh, you don't dress like a lady or you don't sit like a lady. And
2: then exactly. that's exactly yes. in our
0: households. Yeah. And even, yeah, within the household, like the woman is supposed to clean. The man is supposed to protect like the house
1: and and work um, for the family and everything exactly yeah like when did a when did a like a basic life
2: skill like cooking fall under like a gender norm like anybody could cook yeah and i mean the good thing that within time this is trying like everyone's pushing for change like you know how I started, how you said in Oaxaca, hopefully within time, we soon get it to expand all over the place, not just coming from a small community. So, I mean, it takes time because I could tell you that it takes time. Nothing just comes from one day to another, but I'm hoping that, you know, soon we get to have that, that type of um, usage here as well, like all over the place.
0: Yeah, what's funny about this actually, is that a bunch of ancient civilizations, they had a third gender. It wasn't just in Mexico, it was all over the world. And it wasn't until those countries were colonized that it became so binary, like male, female, Female. and those were the only two gender options. And that's crazy to me, that there are actually so many more genders besides the two that we grew up with, and it wasn't until those countries were colonized. That's crazy.
1: I let... um How did you start or when did you start informing your friends and family about your pronoun usage? Yeah,
0: okay. (laughs) I I honestly kind of always knew like, oh my God, I don't identify as female. I remember I, as soon as I came out, I was like, let's go get my haircut. Like I want to get my haircut. And I started dressing the way I wanted to and I was so happy and I, I do not know how I came up on this video on YouTube. And it was gender fluid. I was like, oh my God, yes, that's me. That is what I identify as. I was like, period, period. So I went up to my mom and I told her, I was like, I'm gender fluid. And this is like seventh grade me. And it was still kind of confusing. And I, I didn't even know how to use the right pronouns and everything, even though I knew that I no longer wanted to use she, her, hers. So I still would use them because I... You know, I was a little like Early. I was like literally a baby. Like now i think I'm, I'm like, yeah, so little. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now that I'm older and I've educated myself on it, like educating my family and my friends has been such a big thing to me. Because even though I introduced them to this a few years ago, now it's like okay, we're gonna go back like I these are the pronouns that I feel the most comfortable with and these are the ones that I want to use now. So it really just became like incorporating it, and even though they would make mistakes, they corrected themselves. And I guess that's really how like I started educating them on it, is just telling them like, "Hey, these are my pronouns, and this is how you use them." And even though you're gonna slip up, it's okay because I'm. It's a correction, and every and everybody's gonna make mistakes with this. Like my grandma, she she um sometimes she'll mix it up, but as soon as she mixes it up, she corrects herself, and I think
2: that's awesome. Like the self Yeah. I agree. And I mean, something that's really impactful that I can say is, like, the fact that um, since the day you told your parents, yeah, that, like, you were coming out, like, they were still really supportive because at the age you come out, you can't, had came out, um, most families would have been like, oh, you're young, you don't know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And, like, your parents were like, you know what, let's support her, like, let's see what, let's have her, like, experiment more, like, have her actually figure out what she's going, not say, oh, you're, you're dumb or... You're, you're not sure what you're talking about, you're too young, like your parents actually were there to support you. And I, I feel like that, t- that takes a lot, a big part of who you are as a person, because you know, and having your parents support is like something amazing, like having, it's like really huge to you. And like many kids nowadays grow up without having your parents support towards, you know, um, like really hurtful thoughts like that. So I can agree, like that's amazing having your parents support.
1: And I think it's, it like really goes to show that Alice's parents do have that mutual respect towards her. Cause it's not always about like us respecting our parents. Like sometimes our parents need to realize that they have to respect us. And that maturity goes on both ends. So like, you know, kudos to you and your parents. Like that's amazing. Yeah, exactly. It's not a one way
0: street at this, in this case, it's I'm reaching out to you and telling you my pronouns.
2: If yeah, you
0: didn't and make the I, effort,
2: yeah. it would be awesome. Yeah, I agree. And I mean, that has led many many kids to like end up wanting to like you know, do harmful stuff to themselves, like like influence suicides or even do something worse, which is like really sad, you know? Like it's just really sad.
1: So, would you like to further um what you were trying to say, Jamilex? Cuz I think that's a very important point that we need to touch bases on especially since the normalization of um, pronoun usage is being introduced to the world and then the um, even though it's been going on for like quite a while I feel like people that are part of the LGBTQ plus community are still not comfortable with like sharing their sexuality because of the harmful effects it might
2: take on them. Yeah um, I can totally add on to that so I was um, I took some good time researching on how um, being part of an of the LGBTQ um, community has affected um, many of these individuals' mental health um, due to gun violence. So I was looking and speaking upon this big topic. Um, many there's many people that are identified as the LGBTQ I mean correct me um, community. So actually studies show that um especially lgbtq communities are um youth are at the higher risk of attempting suicide so 90 of suicide attempts with a gun are fatal which um four percent of those are not involving a gun are not fatal so it sucks i uh, like just like adding onto that it sucks i uh, like you know like many of these teens how i said earlier are growing up without their parents' support so that leads them to like be feeling alone you know like all oh, my parents don't love me and that's letting to, them to be in a in like a not so safe spot. And that's leading them to be really suicidal and like just not feel safe within themselves. And I feel like that's really, that's something like really big we, that we don't, we do touch upon, but we don't really like speak so much about it. Like we need to normalize it and like actually speak how this is like really affecting their mental health and how these, stu- how these kids are like growing up with no support, with nothing around their side, so.
1: I think that's important to talk about because even just having like your guardians or like your father figure, mother figure not accept you. Because just like thinking about it, our parents have like the biggest toll on us and not them not accepting you can like lead to you asking yourself the question, which is like really sad to like, I even accept myself. Yeah, exactly. Like I know if I wouldn't have had my parents support It
0: would have been so bad. I wouldn't have known what to do with myself. And to know that there's so many kids out there who are actually like that, that don't get support from their families, is a horrific thought. Like, that should not be a thing. But it is. And, you know, it needs to be addressed.
2: Yeah, I completely agree. Like, it needs to be addressed. And it's just, like, it's really sad how you're saying. Like, it's, like, it sucks how there's many, many, many like kids out there not even not just kids adults as well that feel feel alone like don't feel like in their they're in the right safe spot so I uh it's really sad and another thing that I really wanted to cover was um one of like these deadliest mass shootings that was in Orlando that left like 40 people dead and it was in 2016 and it was in a in a gay club and it was like just so bad you can't add it upon it Juliet, because I know you're you're informed about it as well.
1: Um, so I wanted to also add that in this podcast, like I'll be tying some ideas with Jamal X because my specific segment was focusing upon how um, coming out or like being visible through sexuality or even being known as being part of the LGBTQ plus community could like really affect your mental health and like your public safety. So what I found like kind of like ironic is that this club was shot up or this mass shooting occurred like a year after gay marriage was legalized. And it also happened during Pride Month, which is really sad. Like people can't even celebrate something they've been scared to come out as like, or yeah in a safe manner because people sadly people do have a hatred towards this um honestly i think it's out of ignorance and if they were a little bit more educated upon the topic i feel like um there wouldn't be a lot of bad things going on like this
2: yeah and i i could completely agree like with every everything you said and i feel like that um mass shooting really um impacted the whole world in many ways mainly how i said individuals of the lgbtq community this like oh my god it felt, made them feel really bad you know obviously hearing hearing about that as someone that well like if i were to identify as as part of the community i would probably most likely felt alone because you know like they're like oh they're killing all these people like if i come out i'm gonna most likely be killed as well so like this may have many people feeling really unsafe, then leading to much more suicides occurring during this time. So, it's it's just terrible.
0: Exactly, and if any of our, if any of you or any of your friends um, that identify as LGBT are having these thoughts, there is a number that you can call. It's one eight six six four eight eight seventy three eighty six, and it's with the Trevor Project. They're trained counselors and it's open 24 seven, it's a hotline. If a young person is in crisis or feeling suicidal, it's just a safe space to talk. And there's also the suicide hotline at um, 800-273-8255. Cause you know, it's always nice in order, if we ever are feeling that way to have those numbers to call because it is confidential and they are there to help.
2: Yeah, and I, I loved how you included that because, yeah, it's just really important. And for these kids, how we said earlier, most of the time they're they are na- aren't able to have that support, not even with just their friends and having a, someone to having someone to talk to just takes a big role. And yeah, we just wanted to include that in just so if anything is occurring, you know, obviously we need some resources to throw out at you guys so you guys can like use them at any chance of your life. And, yeah.
1: I feel like that was a really good move, valid because the hardest part is reaching out, but that's the biggest step to, you know, just like putting your thoughts together. Exactly, and you know, it's
0: it's totally valid feeling um, a particular way, and that's 100% fine. But what matters is that people get the help that they need.
2: Yeah, I completely agree. And that can basically lead us to Julie's topic, which is um, how being out can affect um, your public safety.
1: So I did notice that being part of the community is not an easy thing already, like having to come out to people, which I should include that you don't owe a coming out story to anybody. It is totally your decision, but coming out and being very visible by your sexuality, like just putting it out there or even dressing masculine or feminine could be a big thing. Like I came across this in a show called The Fosters. I hope you guys are familiar with it. But I came across this topic and it was about the two, it was about the foster parents. Which they identify as lesbian. Their names in the show are Lena and Steph. And they had to talk to their foster son about how like going to their car at night when they're like holding hands or something, like could be very dangerous because there's a lot of people out there with um hateful thoughts and that could potentially like cause harm to them.
0: Yeah, and you no know- First of all, I love the Fosters, like that's such a great show, but they're so, like people think, oh, okay, you're out, that's it. No, it's not. Like once you come out, you never stop coming out. There's always that thing, hey, I'm this, right, no, I'm that. One. it's like, oh, okay.
1: Or it could even come to terms as like, oh, like I identify as something else. Like it's a journey, but, it's also, I feel like it's really dope having people be so bold about this thing because I know some people that are really insensitive might say, oh, it's like just a gender or just you coming out. But no, it could potentially like harm your safety. It, it's like so sad that at sometimes that even harms friendships or like your family, like they think it's a disease and that's very sad. Like coming to terms with your sexuality does not define you as a whole person. That is not, it wasn't a choice. It is, it doesn't define who you are. It's just what you come to terms with and hopefully like people could become comfortable with it because people, part of the LGBTQ plus community do face some traumatic things and like just having that little one more ounce of support could be really helpful to their journey
0: yeah exactly and you know it's it's a horrible thing that it's not safe for LGBT, lgbtqia plus people individuals all the time but there's also just um
2: yeah, and I mean, I completely agree. Like, I've seen many people, and I know many people for a fact, like my friends, I have family, that it's just, like, it's really it's really hard for them to go out because they don't know what can happen just because of their their sexuality or how they dress or how they feel. So, and I feel like it just really sucks, you know? Like, and that's tying back to what I said earlier regarding, like, how many people end up killing themselves or just hurting themselves in many ways, using a gun or not using a gun. It's just they, they don't feel like they they belong in this world because they see how many other people are getting killed and they just don't feel they don't don't feel normal in this world which is really sad I feel like that that's not how, how an, an individual should feel at any point of their life.
0: Yeah exactly and I just wanted to reiterate that there is the number of one 7386 at the Trevor Foundation if anyone is feeling um has suicidal thoughts there's always that number to call and you know, going off of what Julian and John are saying right now, there, there's so many aspects of the LGBTQ community where sometimes it's out, it's not safe to be out in public. But there's also in your community, there's such a great feeling of you know, like I'm here, I'm valid, and I belong here. And I think that's such an important thing to you know, kind of emphasize. Like we're here, hello, like we're gay. <laughs> like there is no issue with it. and I think that's such a beautiful thing like oh well, what did you tell me I'm not
2: bad like well, no <laughs> I mean no yeah exactly it's just like it should be normalized It should. It shouldn't. no person should feel unsafe or should feel like they should hurt themselves, themselves in any way just because of how they think they or they just feel most comfortable with themselves as and I feel like
1: having an outlet is like the a- like a breath of fresh air because just like that certain feeling of feeling like an outcast it's like very unsettling but to have people similar to you it's like a feeling of you being at home
2: yeah exactly which i mean and then how you said how i how i said earlier talking about the mass shooting and how it was the pride month like imagine how these people felt like they were you know finally coming together as a community feeling like their comfort zone everything like home and having this everything occur like at one moment it's just really sad like looking into it it's just like it's just so heartbreaking like not feeling them not being able to feel themselves like right after how how do you think they must have felt like terrible like oh it was my time of the month like my time to shine and it just shouldn't just just be once a year, it should not just be occurring. People should feel themselves all the time, you know, like not just once a month, just once a year. I mean, just because it's Pride Month, I feel like it should occur all the time. People should be feeling comfortable and safe and feeling like they can be themselves every day.
1: Or just like, just having friends that are part of that community. You have to come to consensus with yourself to try to help support them because it is already hard as it is I have a few friends in the LGBTQ plus community and they say it's really hard going out in public with them being open about their sexuality and them expressing themselves visibly, like them dressing in a masculine manner or a feminine manner. They say that they get really weird stares or sometimes they even get scoffs from people. It's just like, it's not affecting you. How can it's some how could the way somebody dresses or expresses themselves, like, hurt you?
0: Mm-hmm. And going on from that, I don't know if you guys saw, but Harry Styles Vogue cover, where he wore, and inside, of like, the whole interview, and stuff, he wore a dress, and there's a picture, and I'm like, I think that's great. Like, yeah, yes, like, naps for gender fluid, um, like, being so comfortable in your skin and stuff, I think that's great. Like, that's 100% awesome.
2: Yeah, I think also a uh, Mexican rapper did it as well. No, I mean, correct me. Um, a Puerto Rican rapper. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you guys know him, Bad Bunny. He also did that. Mm-hmm. He actually made a music video. Um yeah, I saw as a, as a woman, and I feel like that's just amazing. And he didn't care how much hate, cause I know obviously there's always gonna be hate towards no matter what step you do in your life, but he didn't care, like he he was happy. He was just amazed, like how he himself even wanted to do that. So I loved it I was just like, that's amazing. Or
1: even having actors like Jaden Smith, actor slash singer, he's been doing photo shoots that like really identify with his femininity and it's amazing having influencers showing you that you're not alone and they as well have some of them have journeys
2: as well too so shouts yeah, to them. I agree and then I feel like that just makes you feel really comfortable as an individual you're like oh you know I have some support from people probably that I most likely will never meet in my life but still just knowing that they're there just makes you feel a lot better and I mean um like feeling unsafe in a way like of walking out doesn't just mainly apply to like the lgbtq community plus it just um it also applies for like us like like that are just regular gender fluid you know like that we're cisgender like me myself i'm a cisgender female and i still end up um having some some problems feeling unsafe when i go out like for example if i dress like with some baggy shorts or if i'm wearing like some men's shoes people tend to think that i'm a you know how how julie said like a dyke or that i'm a lesbian like it does i feel like how you dress whatever how you speak does not identify who you are as a person so i just wanted to quickly throw that in julie you can go on off of that because i know you wanted to overview it as as well
1: um so a fact that i found in the human rights campaign shows that um things that interfere with somebody who's part of the LGBT community, um, something that interferes with their public safety. Um, it shows that most of their crimes towards the transgender and gender non-conforming community is involved with the gun and that's two thirds of the crimes, which is really sad to think about, but you also have to take into consideration because it's just such a real topic and it's so eye-opening showing that people go to such an extent just to hurt these people and at just the because end of the how they, day yeah,
2: yeah. Just they dress how they appear to look and it's just really sad like you know not being able to feel yourself in ways like sometimes I'm like oh like should I dress like this because what if like I get catcalled or what if someone tries to target me like it just sucks like you know like as old as you are you could be really old and you could still get targeted at it's just like it's really sad how there's so much hatred in our world, and we're here to make change as the Gen Z. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. I'm so excited for when our generation is in office and stuff, like, mm, sneaky me, that shit is not happening anymore.
2: Yeah, and many people are like, oh, this generation is the worst because they haven't been realizing what's going on in the world. And I feel like we have, you know, like as we grow up more, we we tend to see how many of our communities are targeted and how us individuals get hurt in many ways and feel unsafe. So I feel like it's just we, we, as we evolve, we're getting to see many things that are occurring like in, in today's world.
1: And I even see some older generations come out even like if you're younger or you're older, it's never too late or too early to come out. Knowing that nowadays you have all these outlets and people, I guess you could say we are normalizing it because it is something that should be normalized. It's it's really nice knowing that there is a number or plurality of more people that do and are accepting to the LGBTQ plus community and it's cool to know that they're accepting because with that acceptance comes comfort and knowing that you don't have to fear what you had to fear before
0: yeah and i think going off from this you know we're talking about Harry Styles and J-Bell and Ben Bunny and um Jaden Smith and all those who have represented the LGBTQI plus community without even like um it's such a great thing that representation but i think it's also important to recognize the colored, transgender females that came way before us and that were real trailblazers within the LGBTI, um, LGBTQI plus community. One of them um, being Marsha P. Johnson, who was at the Stonewall Riots, and she's um, she was an activist for transgender youth and homeless youth. And I think that's such a great thing to recognize you know, that they didn't get the rec- recognition when they were they alive up. and when they were as, as kid. Exactly. And now, for them to have it, like, and we, even within this podcast between the three of us, like, we, like, thank you for a trailblazing, because now yes. I was able to come out and, you know, just walk around the suit.
1: Um, I think that's kind of important with what Alice said, because even during the beginning of this whole pandemic i've seen even like canned food drives like clothing drives that were aimed towards the transgender people of color community and it's really cool knowing that there are other communities that normally support the transgender community yeah i think it's so awesome that
0: you know they weren't able even though they weren't able to come out now there's so much acceptance and love now that we're like, hey, yeah. come on out, hello. like, hello. But he is here, like, we're he waiting. And it's such an awesome thing to, to happen.
2: Yeah, and I feel like every day coming on is always gonna be history for us. And I really loved how Alan, and Julie brought in something that comes back from time. And it's just amazing bringing their recognition back today because sometimes we don't really take into consideration what these people did for us. They they caused an impact for us. So I just love how you guys included that in a way to bring back history that impacted us in many ways.
1: This, like, this whole pandemic was a blessing and a curse because I see more communities coming together it doesn't matter your sexuality or the color of your skin or your ethnic background i see all communities from different places just coming together to see the bigger picture um overall we're helping each other out yeah
0: exactly i think that's such a great thing and you know i'm glad this whole in this whole episode we were able to touch up on the LGBTQ, like, plus me and how, you know, they're being harmed by gun violence and how it's not okay. And even though, you know, bad things do happen in this community, sometimes there's also so many great resources that we're we are able to give out. And, you know, I think that's such an awesome thing for, for, to happen.
2: Yeah. And I really love how um, we brought up this podcast in today's episode as well, just to, you know, not only inform you guys but um give you guys resources so you guys can have like just in case of anything it's really important to have resources uh, how julie said um uh, output or just someone there to talk
0: yeah and that wraps up today's episode thank you so much for listening to us this has been three homegirls no gun you can follow us on instagram and find us on spotify apple and google podcast thank you so much for listening have a great day